Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bonjour, hello, it's Lily Pooly Pudding and Pie presenting to you a new edition of Cuddle Club. So, yeah, I suppose we're back together again. We had a break and it didn't feel nice. And um, look at us now, you know, we're chatting, <laughs> we're cuddling. <laughs> Luke, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, pour your granola. Don't hold. He's holding while I do the intro to pour his granola. What's a polite young man? You know, I, I, I'm, I slag that man off a lot. But, you know, when a man's holding his granola aloft, you've got to think, what a pleasant chap. Luke, do you have anything to add to the intro of Cuddle Club? No, I've hidden it. But, dear, don't tell them we've got a mouse on Cuddle Club. Okay, today I'm speaking to Sophie Willen, who has got a lovely vibe, and she's very smart, and she's very interesting, and I think you'll really like this chat. I loved her series, Alma's Not Normal, but I'll tell you to check that out at the end, so don't worry about that now. Just enjoy yourselves. Hear the deer clattering away in the background, (laughs) getting the pottery out, (laughs) and just, um, I'll tell you what, there won't be any noise in this, apart from the noise of two strong women chatting. Hello, Sophie. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. We don't know each other that well, but I feel like we do because I've watched your series. I feel like I know you. Yeah, well, we met before, haven't we? We did that panel thing together, didn't we, ages ago? Yeah. That was bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that? I have no idea. I can't remember. It's something to do with women only. Women only. Yeah. Panel of women, please be funny. God, no wonder that didn't get commissioned. <laughs> yeah, it's fun day, though. I did enjoy it. Alma's Not Normal, I loved so much your series. Oh, thank you. Was it fun to make? It was fun. It was intense, you know, mm. because I wrote it in lockdown. So that was quite sort of uh, isolating, you know, just me. On the one hand, it was brilliant, though, because I, I I got the commission at the start of lockdown and wrote for the 12 months of lockdown. So I was busy throughout. Yeah, great. But then on the other hand, it's just like me in a room talking to the walls like Shirley Valentine, really. So it was a bit intense. Did you love the final outcome? Were you really pleased with it? Because I was. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was pleased. It, it was hard to see it because I was in the edit for seven weeks every day. Oh, yeah. 
you know, you're there nine till, and then you're not really knowing when you're going to go home because you just see so you lose all sense of what it is. Especially like episode five and six, they were the hardest to edit. We did the most changes to them. So like, I changed the structure in the edit of, of episode five, oh, right. and, and a bit in episode six as well because it's the first step series. So you're learning as you go in, and because the the tone of it's kind of comedy and drama, but to get that tone not to feel clunky, yeah, you know, it it, 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 it takes quite a lot of. And you really can't see it until you get into an edit sometimes. So that was quite a long process. Was it hard to write something so personal? It was quite hard, yeah. I mean, it it got harder as it went on because episode five was actually going to be episode four and I got my own records out for that. I did a show about getting my records back and it was weird because I'd got the, got them out for that. But because with a stand-up show, you're like presenting something, aren't you? It's a bit different. So these are, just for the listener, the records were her, um, because because you were in care, right? And and yeah. you can get your records from when they came to visit you at your mum's and visit you in care and write uh, sort of reports mm. on you. Almost, Social service records and psychological yeah. assessments and it's a big I've got a massive big box of them. But I'd only got them a bit like Alma by mistake because I wanted to go to university on a curlever's bursary, but you needed a letter of support, so very similar. And then uh, they said, Oh, we've got all this info on you, would you like it? So I was like, Oh yes, more about me, you know, like yeah, very Alma. Yeah. <laughs> and then it came I actually met the woman at Bolton train station. She just handed it to me in a plastic bag on platform four. And I got them all out and it was very much like Alma, a bit unaware that I was 23 at the time when I got those. But when I'd written a stand-up show about it, it was kind of different. It was a bit difficult, but not as difficult because when you're writing stand-up, you're presenting something that's already happened and you're making jokes. Was With Alma, I needed to take myself back really to those moments of like going, how did you feel when you opened up the files and you're on your own in a flat? You know, that feeling. And then also reading my records. I mean, I've not read them for so long. So that was when I, you know, found it most difficult. And it's just revisiting into traumatic experiences, which is never, mm. never fun, is it? But no. I am pleased with the outcome. So that's yeah. That's the the, the outcome is you got a lovely series out of it. Thank you, mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's amazing because they're actually taking it now. I mean, healthcare professionals, social workers, <gasps> universities. I've had so many people come up to me in email saying they're showing it in my, my uni. I'm studying social work, you know, or we're watching it at the hospital or the or the work at the social workers. Are so this is incredible mm. for me because that's been the main aim, you know, when I was out doing on record or keynote speeches to so wanted to kind of connect that message. And when I go to the hospital and meet social workers dealing with my mum, I always want to be like, where's the empathy? Can we teach empathy? So well, yeah. why is empathy not in the curriculum for social workers? You know, not and loads of social workers are fabulous. But I feel pleased yeah. that actually I'm bringing that empathy as part of the curriculum. That's worth more than awards, actually, at the end of the day. That's how <laughs> it, it really feels, yeah. yeah. Not to be, like, humble, because I do fucking yeah. love my BAFTA, I've got to be yeah. honest. It's fabulous. <laughs> I've, I've designed my whole living room around the BAFTA. <laughs> That's why I've, I've painted it dark green, because it really it really hits it off with the... With the yeah. Yeah, it pops. <laughs> yeah. So not to shun the BAFTA, but... It is yeah. wonderful, you know, you're it's not... knowing it's having that impact. <laughs> like you're not framing the letters from social workers uh, no. on the wall, are you? But 
but it does mean it does mean more to connect with people and to make a difference means much much more but give, also give give the girl a bafta as well you know yeah why not have both yeah, yeah. do you live with uh, johnny your boyfriend yes i do oh that's yeah well nice. we actually we moved in with his parents during lockdown because oh. we were in a tiny flat and it was very intense so we just went to his parents and they're fabulous they've got a nice big house in bradford and they're both therapists so no they are yeah they've got a therapy <laughs> room <laughs> God. Did you go for therapy with them? No, I suppose. Well, no, but I, I, when I first met them, I thought, oh, fuck. They're going to be analysing how I pick up a fork and it's going to be awful. And I, I was mm. paranoid for a bit. And then I relaxed and thought, oh, no, therapists are mental as well. Oh, yeah. You know, when you get to know them. Yeah. That was quite nice. I mean, his mum's lovely and she's dead eccentric. She's always wanted her own tiara, so I bought her a tiara for her birthday. <laughs> You know, and she wears it on Zoom sometimes. I thought, actually, everyone's mad in their own way, aren't they? So that was quite nice to humanise a therapist, you know. Mm, how long have you been together? Ages? Five years now. Bloody hell. This week, it's five years, yeah. Well, happy anniversary, isn't it? Thanks, yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I'm getting a puppy. Well, I, I wanted us to get a puppy, and he was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not ready for that. It can be a you thing. Yeah. So I said, fine, I'll get a puppy, but he'll want to be involved, won't he, when it arrives? Yeah. So, <laughs> that could yeah. be a you thing. <laughs> we're cuddling up, we're cuddling down, we're cuddling all around. Are you ready for the quick fire round? I think so. Well, you, you've done some big things in your life, so I think you'll be okay. Okay, here we go. Mm. You're going out with someone. Would you rather they were cl- too close to their mum or too close to the best friend, Steve? Too close to their mum. Yeah, because Steve's a fuck, actually. Yeah, you I You didn't get that Steve. info, but yeah, Steve's yeah. a fuck. <laughs> I feel he's a fucker. <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> uh, do or don't? do. Yeah, very positive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Beverly Hills or Heather Mills? Who's Heather Mills? Heather Mills. She's, she was married to Paul McCartney. I panic. Did you hear the panic? Oh, Heather Mills. Heather Mills. Heather Mills. I thought you'd go Beverly Hills. Who's Beverly Hills? Oh, the place Beverly Hills. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very confused. This is very early for this. I think I went Heather Mills because I didn't know who she was. And then I remembered how she got bullied by the media, didn't she? And she had a yeah, one foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a bad year for her. Yeah. <laughs> but she did get a lot of money in the divorce with Paul. So, good you for know. her. Yeah, good yeah. for her. Well, it's Heather Mills. Okay, and we're we're in. How do you feel about the word cuddle? I love the word cuddle. I'm always up for a cuddle. It sounds nice in your accent, actually. It does. It sounds better in an accent, doesn't it? Yeah, it cuddle. sounds... I'm going to say it sounds right in your mouth, the word cuddle. It does. <laughs> yeah, you want a cuddle more. Yeah. With a with a knowledge. I bet the Geordies sound good saying the word cuddle. I bet they do. I Won't imagine, have one yeah. on the podcast, though. Will no? not ever. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Just Never. putting that out there. <laughs> it's racist against Geraldis. Uh, what's the worst thing you've done or who you upset last? Well, like Alma, I was excluded from secondary school for arriving drunk in a bikini like Alma was. Um, <laughs> so you arrived, you just turned up in a bikini thinking? No, what happened was it was a very hot day in Bolton. Mm. You know, and I, I thought, take advantage of this moment. I wasn't really, I, I never really attended school that much. I'd, I'd more do guest appearances. But <laughs> so I thought, well, go out. There's a field right next to school. We, could, yeah. we just went there with some, you know, cans of cider, and there's a few of us. Mm. I thought, oh, Lovelyn had got me whatever it was, a beatbox, what they call boombox, whatever. Anyway, the yeah. batteries in it died, and I was wearing a bikini, I was sunbathing, and I had oil on. The batteries died, and I thought, well, I know where they do batteries. They've got them in the tech department. 
apartment, they've got a drawer of batteries. So I was shit-faced oh. by this point. Now, I went mincing through school looking for wow. batteries. And then Mr. Randy blew his whistle. I was like, Sophie Willen, shouted at me. And I, I told him to F off. And then I got a letter. My exclusion letter said, Sophie keeps arriving at school in non-uniform. Then it said, a bikini on one occasion in oh, brackets. Wow. And that was the end of that, yeah. I bet the teachers sort of thought it was quite amusing, but... The letter was amusing. When I have read it yeah. back, I thought, they, they know this was funny, but at the time it didn't feel funny. Are you quite a tactile person now? I think I've always been quite a tactile person. Was your mum quite... Because I imagine if you've got a parent who is an addict, there's lucid moments. There's a lot of lucid moments. My mum's a very cuddly person. Yeah. She's just like a toddler, really. Oh. She's just like a sort of angry, toothless toddler. <laughs> but she needs a lot of cuddles. Oh. Like, I saw her the other day and she's just like... She gets herself really worked up, but human yeah. contact's the only thing that calms her down. Oh. So I'm always, like, hugging her and stuff and holding her hand. And Because so, we're, we're in that hospital the other day, so going through the meetings, actually, cuddles are the thing that keep her sort of calm. Yeah, I guess uh, with all the social workers and stuff, they've got barriers in place, and so they have to take... Mm. Human almost take the Yeah, take the humanness away, because it's run like a business, which is obviously a nightmare for... People that need help. Yeah, it's awful, because my mum's on a secure ward at the moment. She bought a plant from uh, Tesco on a escorted leave. She was really excited about this plant. She's been watering mm. it for ages. Then one day they just came in a room and took the plant away. Why? Because they said infections or and it's like just this bureaucracy of like nastiness really so they basically so i spoke to the head of the ward you know what yeah. infections are you i've never got an infection from a plant of you i mean flipping hell but they were like you know so it's just stuff like that so there's no cuddles and there's no plants there's no outdoor space or greenery during lockdown they couldn't leave for for 12 months they couldn't even go for a cigarette what Oh, you know, they were allowed occasionally to be... When, when, when my grandma died, I went to the hospital to tell her that her mother was dead and they wouldn't even let her go for a cigarette, you know, wouldn't oh, let her just nip out. Yeah. So it's very inhumane. Why? Because they couldn't be asked to do the paperwork to let her go for a cigarette for a few seconds, you know, even wow. though we had a support worker. So there's all that. And then, obviously, there's no human contact as well, so... Bloody you know. Hell. But, like, I saw her yesterday and Dave's there, her partner... And, you know, after a couple of hours, she said, are you going to give me a cuddle or what? I've not had a hug yet. <laughs> so it demands them. You know, she, and he's like, oh, I'm, I love the uh, actor that played your mum actually in it. She said, you know, it was, it, you yeah. could really see the vulnerability in her. Yeah, she really gets it. I don't, mm. it's amazing because obviously she's off her own Le Chivon. Yeah. So I have no idea whether it was going to work. You know, she's beautiful, isn't she? Chivon, yeah. you know, long blonde hair yeah. and everything. And then we just sat together and I just talked through the character really for like a couple of hours. And I was explaining yeah. to her about the drama triangle, which I'm, I'm always interested in. And then off she popped. And then we, the next time I saw her, we were on screen and she was just brilliant. Wow. What's a drama triangle? It's a it's a book called uh, uh, Drama Triangle. It's a kind of social um, 
dynamic that plays out in unhealthy situations. It could happen politically, like in the world. Yeah. Or it happens in families. So there's the persecutor, the victim, and the rescuer. Oh. And it's basically, when there's been a trauma, often unhealthy sort of dynamics, they play out, and everybody's fighting for the role of victim. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, and then there's rescuer and persecutor. So when I was writing Alma, when the three of them together, I'm always thinking, right, well, they're, you know, so I'm always thinking about that drama triangle. So grandma and mum are always fighting for, for victim. Alma's going into rescuer. And that, you know, so it's like, and it, it switches all the time. Go on, take us back then. History. The past. Memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't a good. <laughs> it's still coffee. Is it the war? It's not the war, is it? What's the first cuddle you remember? The first cuddle I remember probably is my mum. We've always been quite cuddly people. I've been quite lucky, though. I've always had lots of cuddles. I've been a very cuddled child because yeah. I live with my mum. I was cuddled yeah. a lot there. I went to Auntie Dot and Uncle Harold, uh, foster parents on a farm. They were very cuddly. Auntie Dot was like this big Lancashire farmer woman. She had big boobs and was a dead cuddler. And, and my family are generally quite cuddly lot, even though there's all a bit... Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, well, that's lovely, actually, because um, there was an orphanage in Romania and all the babies there went mad, but apart from one little yeah. baby, because the cleaner would go oh. past them, um, like, a, like every day, like quite a few times, and just ruffle their yeah. head. So... That was enough to kind of not go crazy. So we do need... That's so amazing, yeah, that physical contact. Well, you yeah. co-regulate, don't you, with people? So it's like, that's so important, isn't it? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If the rugby team can cuddle, then so can you. It's actually called a scrum and I suggest you do it too. Cuddle. Okay, time for the touch quiz. Who or what am I thinking about touching? And you get five questions. <laughs> five questions to get there. Yeah, Okay. Um, I'm going to look into your eyes and see what I'm getting here. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it an animal? No. Is it a, so, so an inanimate object? 
Yeah. Um, is it soft? No, it's very hard. It's sort of relating to a person, but it is an object. It's an object about a person in a way. God, right. A sort of um, a, a figurine. Well, yeah, almost sort of to mark the end of someone's life. That's a big clue. Oh, a, a, a gravestone. Yeah, but now you've got to guess whose gravestone. Are they dead? They are dead, yeah. Yeah, they have dead. It's not an... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good to check. <laughs> it's Dale Winton's gravestone. Oh, my God, I didn't know he was dead. Ah, yeah, that's a key piece of info. God, that's sad he's dead, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry to break Two it to you. Two years late. God. It's, it's a very weepy cuddle club today. Yeah, isn't it, God? <laughs> oh, yeah, go and tell us this one. Okay, next question. Are you good at chatting people up or being chatted up? Well, this is the sad thing. I was thinking, I was reading your questions this morning and I, mm-hmm. I thought, I can't remember the last time I was chatted up. And then it got quite depressing. I was thinking, there must be a time. <laughs> and then even Johnny joined in to help. Like, come on. You must have, even he looked quite disappointed. Like, why am I back this oh, horse? Oh, no. So, you know, <laughs> he went on for ages. And then I thought there was, a, there was a sort of old Polish man who screamed at me a few months ago. Just went, you are beautiful. But that's the, that's the closest I've got to being chatted up in probably about five years. Yeah, because you've been with Johnny, yeah. so your light's off. Maybe that's you know, it. I do think, yeah, yeah. But, you know, should remind Johnny, you know, that actually if I put the light back on, whoa, <laughs> you know. Also, people don't chat people up anymore because um, yeah. men are scared of us going. Hashtag me too, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think the wrong ones are... Like, it's very hard to chat someone up now. Yeah. I think. I mean, I've always struggled with it, being chatted up. Mm. I, I don't know why. I, yeah, like, when I'd go out, you know, when I was single, I was you got quite overwhelmed by the concept. You know, like, how... Yeah. If you chat someone up, especially a few years ago when men, you know, when it was more sexist, if you chat a man up, Mm-mm. you know, it gets a bit weird. And they're too frightened to Mm-mm. come over, I found. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember every time I did, like, have a one-night stand, I felt really mm. proud of myself, like, really proud. Like, God, you've done it. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I took a, a, <laughs> yeah. a rapper from Amsterdam called Bongo Home once. <laughs> that was his actual name. Yeah, Bongo. I had a fantastic night with Bongo, actually, I have to say. But I remember just being over the moon, just like, good for me. And then I never saw Bongo yeah. again. He got a plane back to Amsterdam. It was great. That's the best one night stand. He was a very bad MC. He did oh. his one rap was It's not a Monday, it's not a Tuesday. <laughs> It's not a Wednesday, it's Reggae Thursday, it's Reggae Thursday. And to be fair, it was Reggae Thursday, so he wasn't wrong. No! <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, yeah, I can, I, can, I can do this. I can see me with Reggae Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bongo from Reggae Thursday. He came all the way from Amsterdam to be like, it's not a Monday. And that was it. Whoa. Yeah. What does he do if he's playing on a... Wednesday just changes it. I've never got that far with him. He was a one night wonder, right. so it'd be interesting yeah. to, to see him on a Wednesday. Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will. It's Alan Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan Button. Uh, okay, it's Alan Button. Something to say. Uh, what do you worry about in the middle of the night? The bins. Right, big stuff, yeah. I did genuinely... Because we've just moved to a house that's like, you know, it's my first house. I'm, I'm only renting, but I still feel like it's mine. Yeah. And it's very suburban little street. So I was really worried about the neighbours because 
you know, one, I'd, I'd go outside and make phone calls and, and chat away late with a wine, sort of, yeah, and then thought, oh, God, people can hear you talking about sort of alien abductions and all sorts of weird shit. So that was on my mind. And then I kept messing up the bin situation. I thought, oh, God, you know, I'm, I'm going to make enemies with the neighbours because I can't remember the bins. And I woke up in the middle of the night, I was like, shit, get the bins out. And I went out at 3am. So I've been feeling the suburban pressure. Yeah, nice. Went out at 3am to drag the bin out. They'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll love it. <laughs> the noise of someone <laughs> breaking out of bed at 3am. I hate to be all groovy, but have you heard of the movies? Okay, best on-screen cuddle, if I could. Oh, best on-screen cuddle. I really like the one between E.T. and the boy when he goes, because mm. it's a very sweet cuddle between an alien yeah. and a child, isn't it? <laughs> you love aliens, <laughs> yeah, don't we, you? Yeah, <laughs> my family are a bit obsessed with them, actually. Did your grand really think she was abducted by an alien? Yeah, but we had a row in W.H. Smith once, because... She was just talking about it too casual. She was like, well, it's very much like when I was taken by the aliens. And, and I was like, she talked about it like it was a fucking holiday that she'd been on. You know what I mean? Just really casual. And I just screamed at her, that line yeah. that Alma says in WH Smith. Really like, if aliens were coming to work, why the fuck would they come to Bolton and abduct you, Grandma? Because it had gone on and on. It had been years. Yeah, do you think she was abducted? I don't know. I think there's a lot of psychosis in my family, so it's probably that. Uh-huh. I have an uncle yeah. who also thinks he was abducted, and we said... But he said, oh, he'd gone to the pub and he hadn't come back for ages and his wife was furious and she was like, where the oh, fuck God. have you been? And then he said, no, honestly, and he's relaying this, he's like, honestly, I was taken by it. But he said it dead serious. He said, look, I woke up on the lawn and I'd been taken. And I had, I'd been taken. I was coming back from the pub, I was a bit pissed and I was taken. But he was dead serious. And then she said, but Whoa. why would they take you? And he went, I don't know, tax purposes. That was his response. He's a nutter as well. Yeah, yeah the, I, I do think aliens exist, but... Um, I don't think they've been to Bolton. Well, you never know, do you? Feels quite specific, really. Well, yeah, but you never know. They've got to go somewhere. Mm. And they might dot around, you know. Yeah. Dot around the landscape. <laughs> I don't think they'll think, oh, London's the capital, let's go there. <laughs> Would they? No, you're probably right. They'd probably think, oh, actually, Bolton could meet some mm. obscure people here. This could really work, yeah. You know, if you're an alien, you're probably thinking outside the box. Yeah, you know? well, you're definitely not in the box, are you? Out, you off. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's Leamington Spa and it's Bolton. Yeah. I don't know. Cuddle Club. Cuddle Club. Cuddle Club. I think that's enough. Weirdest cuddle you've had? Or worst or best? I, I, I always hate them kind of cuddles where you go in and then there's a sort of flaccid tap. Oh my God. God, I hate it. Horrible. What's the point? Just get involved, just embrace, come on. Yeah, what What have you got to lose? What? Like, you're in it, yeah. you're in it, just commit to just it. Just commit, just get involved. It's, it, it's the flaccid hand that's really disheartening, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It reminds you of so many disappointments. I had one last week, actually. Yeah. Someone I know quite well. Name and shame. It, and it, <laughs> no, <laughs> but she um, gave me the lightest touch of... And I was trying to convey warmth, and it was like I was stopped dead. Yeah. It was as if she was sort of saying, you're not welcome yeah. in my aura. In my aura? Yeah. God, yeah, not even in this cuddle. This is an aura thing. That's... <laughs> Yeah, which is hard when you're in the cuddle because how do you retract? Yeah. You're, you're just going to commit and yeah. you finish it off. And... Yeah, and I drove home and felt sad for about 10 minutes. Aww. But, you know, that's 
Yeah, first world. It's first world problems, <laughs> isn't it? You know. And also, you've just got to go into the world fully embracing a cuddle, knowing not everybody's going to let you into their aura, but you do. You 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 cuddle, don't you? That's you do. Yeah, yeah. You come. You show up. I get a lot of people cuddling me. <laughs> what do you mean? Because of these my big boobs. Because I'm, third, oh. I'm double G. Whoa. So people are, like they want. It's really weird, but it happens a lot. I took a guy home a few years ago and he'd actually just had a really difficult breakup and I thought I was going to have a really good night and then actually what mm. happened is he just cried into my, my breast for the evening about his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, they're supposed to be fun bags, mainly sad, sad bags, but, yeah, there was a woman on a train. I, I just sat opposite her where we were quiet for most of the journey, but I thought her eyes looked dead sad. So just before we got into Manchester, we were probably in crew or something, I just said, oh, are you all right? Yeah. She just looked looked at me and just said, not really, no, my husband's just died. Oh, And I was like, oh, my God. I know, so, you know, I was holding her hand, and then before I knew it, she's in my arms and, and we're, like, hugging like oh. this. And then I ended up getting a taxi back to her house with her and putting her in. She was, like, 60 or something, you know, getting her in her house oh. and stuff. But I don't know, there's something about the, the kind of cuddle thing yeah. that uh, people are drawn to cuddles. One well, angel, maybe you've got healing boobs. Have you thought about that? I, I think there's a lot going on. Maybe my breasts have got a, it's an aura. Yeah. Well, you could put this music under anything. Okay, well, it's time to put your cuddle type uh, into the calculator. Oh, this is a fun This is fun. Yeah, and it comes out... It, it looks it, like a horoscope. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you won't believe this it is so on the money right oh you will not believe this it's the oracle your type is the oracle oh. yeah it says this is historical you could say oh my goodness it's the oracle <laughs> the oracle knows what a good clasp feels like and you're not afraid to dish them out to exactly who needs oh. them <laughs> like magic ointment the oracle is making an appointment and you'll be glad so you got booked in it's win-win win-win-win <laughs> isn't that incredible that just came up with that that's fantastic isn't that amazing that it knew that's fantastic because yeah wow god psychic <laughs> you must have sensitive psychic breasts as well i've got i am a bit psychic but i would love the big psychic ones you know thank you so much for doing it i really appreciate it oh it's been lovely well that was sophie willen and i'm very glad we chatted and i hope you are too and Here's the rest of the outro. Check out Alma's Not Normal on BBC iPlayer. Oh my God, I loved it. Such an important story to tell, if you don't mind me saying. Follow um, Sophie Willen on Instagram and Twitter. I think it's just at Sophie Willen. Do you know what I don't ask you to do? Rate, review and subscribe. I never ask you. Very classy. But I actually think you should rate, review and subscribe. You know, five stars are my stars, your stars are my stars and we're little stars together, if you know what I mean. Follow at Cuddle Club Pod. And yeah, I mean, just five stars all around the board, please, for the board members. Keep keep the board happy. And at... Ooh, the doorbell's going. Is it your tickets to the live show on the 12th of December? Cuddle Club Live. It's happening on the 12th of December at 21 Soho. Get your still tickets. Get your still tickets. Get your tickets where you still can, I suppose. Okay, pip pip bub, I love you both. Love you both. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.